How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The city is alive, isn't it? Everywhere you go, people are wearing Sixers gear. You see the, the new logo with the snake on doors of restaurants. All across the city, you see people wearing Flyers gear. Naturally, people wearing Super Bowl champion Eagles gear. It, it's unavoidable. The, the wave of excitement and energy that is just percolating through the city is, is so real and so great. And there's a lot of reasons to be excited. You know, for the Sixers going through the process and getting to the playoffs and being a three seed, there's, there's just a lot of good going on here right now. It's beautiful to be in this moment, and I'm happy to enjoy it with you tonight. I'm Vince Quinn, and I'll be with you till 2 a.m. And you know what? We're doing it. So we're talking about the playoffs, right? Let's talk about the playoff team here in Philadelphia. Yeah, the Phillies are going to the playoffs. I said it. It's happening. Phillies are going to the playoffs. And I'm getting the negativity already. Before I even start the show, John Kincaid, who you know, he's, he's been around WIP for a long time and, and host in Atlanta. He, he says, just as I'm getting the show starting, before you start, beating the Marlins and Reds isn't resembling beating actual playoff teams. I know that. I know they're not good baseball teams. But what I'm seeing in the Phillies is the makings of a team that really has the opportunity to be where the Eagles were, be where the Sixers are, be where the Flyers are. I really think that the Phillies have enough pieces here this year, right now, to be a playoff team. I think they should be a playoff team. And you might be thinking, whoa, let's slow this thing down, right? They've got all these young players on the team. That's a big obstacle here. Well, no, it's not. Because you got to look at who these young players are. And they're guys that are incredibly talented and numerous, right? Look at the Phillies roster here. Reese Hoskins is on the same kind of streak that he was just last season, the kind that they're selling that ridiculous commemorative bat for if you're watching the games on TV. Reese Hoskins is just as good this year as he was last year. I know he's young. It doesn't matter. Scott Kingery was not even expected to be on the team when the season started, despite how good he was. He's made the team. He's shown day in and day out that this guy deserves to be a starter. And Gabe Kapler's doing everything to put him in the lineup every single day because Kingery's the guy that hits the sack fly, that gets the Phillies another win, that puts him on this 5-1 and one home winning streak. He's a young player. And for that reason, you might say, whoa, let's slow down. I don't see a reason. Scott Kingery can play. He is a legit guy. They don't give him that contract if they don't believe it. You don't have guys like Larry Boa saying that Scott Kingery is a bona fide star kind of player if it's not there. It's happening. Scott Kingery is already beginning to show you that right now. Odubel Herrera is a young guy that's already been an all-star in this league. He's a really good player. Aaron Nola is showing himself again. Now that he's getting these opportunities and he looks healthy, and Kapler makes it a goal to keep Aaron Nola healthy. This guy looks like a bona fide ace. He's a young player. That doesn't hold the Phillies back. It's one of their bigger positives. 
So I look at those guys, like like Hoskins, like Kingery, like Nola. You see even smaller role, role players, guys like Aaron Altair, who as much as he's struggling with the bat, he's a good defensive player and, and can come around. Nick Williams steps in and gets a pinch hit home run the other night to win a game. You have a lot of young talent on this team, legitimate prospects on this team. Look at Michael Franco. He's a guy that nobody believed in. Former top prospect in this system. They bring up Michael Franco, and he struggled for the past couple of years. But you look at this thing right now, and he's clicking. Michael Franco's playing on all cylinders right now. He's hitting home runs constantly. He's making contact with the ball. His stance is different. His attitude seems different. The guy can play. They're starting to realize that potential now. And I look at that, and I see all of this young talent. I'm seeing other guys that are starting to peak at the right time, right? Or, or have the opportunity to really peak this season in a way that we didn't expect before the season. And you think of Nelson Aguilar with the Eagles, right? Like when you go through the Eagles and the reason why they won the Super Bowl, one of them is that all of their guys started playing great football at the same time. And you had guys like Corey Graham coming out of nowhere and playing really good football. Patrick Robinson comes out. Michael Kendricks, Nigel Bradham. All of these players step up in a way that wasn't expected. They contribute to the team, and it ends up making them incredibly deep, incredibly talented, more than we thought, and good enough to win a Super Bowl. And I'm seeing those elements here with the Phillies. One of those guys is going to be Nick Pavetta. Nick Pavetta's pitched really well this year. He's a guy that... You could see the raw talent, and he hadn't quite figured it out yet, but in this second year, it looks like that uh, Pavetta's going to get this thing right. It's another pitcher to add to the rotation. So I look at the youth, and I look at these unexpected players that are coming up and having an impact on this Phillies team already. Just a few games into the season, 11 games into the season. And I think it's going to stay. It's one of the reasons why I believe that this Phillies team really has the potential to make the playoffs. I think they're doing it this year. I see the signs. One of the other things is that when you're talking about the Phillies and why they could be a playoff team, why they can be just like the Eagles, why they can be just like the Phillies, why they can be or just like the Sixers, why they can be just like the Flyers. Well, they have veteran leadership. And one of the big criticisms is that for the Phillies, they are so young. And I've already addressed that. The young talent can play, but they do have veteran leadership on this team. You have Jake Arrieta, who you brought in, who's won a World Series, who's been a Cy Young. He now gets to be the head of that pitching staff, which has a lot of young guys, a lot of guys that are still figuring it out. They can lean on that. Carlos Santana's been to a World Series. He is a consummate professional. He's been a guy that Michael Franco has lived off of. And you can already see the benefits again of Franco. I've talked about it. That's veteran leadership. So it's there. You know, Cesar Hernandez, he's been on this team for a couple of years now. He is a pro. He is a solid pro. He's playing great baseball right now. And, and you got to feel good about that. So they have veterans that can contribute to this team, that can really build this thing and make them a playoff team this year. I'm not sitting here to reserve myself and say, you know, we're going to see how things play out. This is a really young, talented core. They're playing great baseball right now, despite all the negativity. How much hate there was for Gabe Kapler to start this year, and people getting the pitchforks out and the torches out and saying, let's get this guy, let's run him out of town. Well, it didn't break the team apart, and now 
they're starting to get together in a way where they're putting up runs all the time. They put up 20 runs the other night. They had a couple of grand slams in that game. The 20 runs is something they haven't done since 2009. This is a really good team on our hands, and I think we're underrating them because it's always, with young teams, you don't want to put that pressure on them. You don't want to put that expectation on them, and that's how we handled it with the Sixers. We said Ben Simmons is a rookie, Embiid's only played so many games. We're not quite sure about Brett Brown, and and a lot of people wanted to get him fired, but they figured it out. And ultimately, they had the talent. We underrated the talent that the Sixers had, and no one saw them getting 50-52 wins. It was always these conservative guesses. Well, hopefully they get 40. Maybe they can get above 500, 43, 44 wins. We couldn't go and just open up and say, you know what? Some of the conventional things that hold you back, that that prevent you from making these leaps, you got to just throw them out sometimes. And for the Phillies, when you really look at this team, the youth is not something that hurts them. They have plenty of depth, and that's one of their biggest problems right now, right? The Phillies are so deep right now that you can't consistently get guys in the lineup that you think should be in every day. Like, Michael Franco right now is not a guy that on a normal baseball team gets taken out of the lineup. He does right now because the Phillies are that good. They're that deep. And that's something to be confident in. That's something to believe in. And I believe it with the Phillies. I really believe they can be a team that makes the playoffs. Another thing is here that as you're looking at the Phillies and what their projection is going to be going forward, what they can accomplish, you have to consider that they're missing players right now. They're missing a couple of worthwhile guys on this team. Like when you think of the unit that Gabe Kapler talks about more than anything, it's the bullpen. It's his dudes, right? Hobie Milner's nasty brother. Like he loves the bullpen. And right now, he's working with a bullpen that doesn't have three of their better guys. You don't have Pat Neshek. You don't have Tommy Hunter. And you don't have a guy that can eat a lot of innings for you on occasion, a guy Mark Leiter Jr. So when you're going to lean on the bullpen so much, when they're such a big part of this team, and you don't have those guys right now, and they're showing right now that the bullpen, the guys that they do have, are doing enough of a good job, and the team is getting some runs in there, why not? Why not the Phillies? Why can't they be a playoff team this year? What's, what's the red flag that makes you say, oh, there's no possible way that this team has what it takes right now to make the playoffs? And, and I can guess for the people who are saying, oh, well, I know exactly why. I can tell you why the Phillies won't make the playoffs this year. It's Gabe Kapler. He's an idiot. He's this analytics bro from the West Coast. He needs to go back where he came from. This is Philly. This is a real baseball town. We're not going to deal with that kind of nonsense here. Let me tell you something. Kapler's figuring this thing out. And the adjustments that people were killing him for at the beginning of the season, it was either they didn't understand where he was coming from, like the Nola thing, which he's defended. He's not going to pitch Aaron Nola or any guy that's going to open the season for the team. He's not going to have them pitch too many innings week one because it just comes down to getting the guy warmed up and ready for the season. The first game is overrated. So things like that get misunderstood. And some of it's just bad luck. Analytics is not a guaranteed method of success every time. It's just telling you that your odds of success are better. If you put a team in a shift, your odds of getting outs are better. And you're starting to see the shift be beneficial to the Phillies. They they had an inning the other night against the Reds where I, I think all three outs in an inning were a result of the shift. Just back to back to back, hitting right into the teeth of the shift. That doesn't get talked about a lot. But it happened. And 
even if you still disagree with analytics, Kapler's making the adjustments. We've seen Aaron Nola go eight innings. We've seen Nick Pavetta go, you know, 87 pitches or so until he got a little bit tired and in a jam, and Kapler pulled him out. So he's adjusting with this team. He's not saying that everything I have and and wanted to do is perfect and I'm not going to change it. He knows he's a young manager that still needs to refine things to get game experience. And by doing all of that, he's going to have a better team and he's going to get more wins over the course of the year. The clubhouse is going to believe in him more. And so I believe in Gabe Kapler. And I think Gabe Kapler is going to lead the Phillies to the playoffs this year because the, the energy right now with this team is really good. Look at the offense. Look at the way that he's getting these guys to rotate in and out and get success. He's doing a really good job. These players are responding well. And I think it's time to just embrace this thing. I'm just cutting the the straps off. I'm ready to jump out of the plane. Let's go. The Phillies. I I know it it doesn't seem like something you'd expect. And everyone's going to tell you maybe 82 wins. They don't want to believe. They don't want to jump out and just... and, and. Embrace this thing. But you look at the signs here. The Phillies are young. The Phillies have plenty of talent. With that youth, talent is contributing right now in a meaningful way. You've got depth to go with that talent. So it's not an injury or two that completely derails this team and it doesn't work. In fact, their positional flexibility, something that's been ripped on a lot, is one of the reasons why it won't hurt them so much. Because you have guys that can play different positions. If Cesar Hernandez goes down, well then, oh no, Scott Kingery is your starter at second base every day. How will we survive? If Carlos Santana gets hurt, then Reese Hoskins goes into first base. You don't lose things here. The Phillies are in such a good position with that depth, with that talent, with that youth, with that flexibility, with the guys that seem like they're unexpected contributors that can get together and really build this thing up in a way where you get more production than you could have projected if you were being positive. Most people didn't believe that Franco could do anything this year. He's going to be another bust. It's only a matter of time till he's out the door. And he's shown you at this point in the season that he is absolutely not. Those kinds of unexpected contributors matter. When you factor in the veterans, when you factor in all of these guys that are hurt and will be coming back to the team, Jared Eikhoff is going to be coming back to this team. And the way everybody else seems to be rebounding and playing well, you would figure that Eikhoff is very much on that track when he gets back. And so the Phillies are just in an incredible spot. And I feel so great about them. And, and the idea of 82 wins, I don't believe in that. Why not 87? Why not 88? Why not the second wild card or even the first wild card? Why can't the Phillies do it? I believe in this team. And I really do, as, as we look at the Sixers in the playoffs and, and everybody's juiced up for them, as you look at the Flyers in the playoffs and watching them play against Pittsburgh, as much as the, the first game was rough, it's going to be fun. You're going to watch that series. I feel that same kind of confidence. I, I feel that same kind of, I don't know, expectation. When it comes to the Phillies, they can do this. They can get to the playoffs. And so are you with me? 888-729-9494. Let's go to Jack and Telford. Jack, are you with me? Are the Phillies making the playoffs? Uh, yeah. Anything can happen if you get in. And there you oh, and there see, and now we're going past that. We're going past just the wild card game, Jack. We're going into multiple rounds of the playoffs. I like your attitude here. Well, if I could if I could quote my favorite manager of all time, Lou Brown, I'd like to see if we could hang around and give him all a big crap burger to eat. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase, but uh, I'm glad I have. He used a a word that I would have got beeped for, so. Okay, yeah. 
I, I like keeping you but, on the uh, air, Jack. But yeah, so I mean, what is it about this team? Why? Why the Phillies? Guys up at Reading, and you know, like you can watch the minor leagues and you can see who doesn't belong more than who's better than Legion Ball. Like they can all play better ball than me, but you can see who doesn't belong there. And the young guys definitely, if they don't hit a wall, fall apart. You know, stay healthy and strong. We quote a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see why but, not, Jack, and, and I appreciate the call. There's reason to believe in this Phillies team. These young guys aren't just prospects that you're just trying to see what happens. I can't think of any prospect that's on the team right now where I just feel like, you know, it's Tommy Joseph. It's a guy that is a totally nondescript player that you're just desperate to get some youth for the sake of it. It's not that. Like, J.P. Crawford has been one of the top prospects in the system and one of the top prospects in baseball for a long time. Michael Franco was one of the top prospects in the system for a couple of years. Kingery Hoskins, like these guys are, are talents. They're legitimate major league players, and some of them could be star major league players. And they're all on this team together, and it just feels like the vibe is there. I, I don't care that the teams they've played so far are bad. They're showing me signs that this is a team that really has the potential to make the playoffs. And so I ask you, are you with me? I'm Vince Quinn. You can give me a call at 888-729-9494, pound 9494, or you can tweet the show at It's Vince Quinn, where I've actually got someone who just tweeted me a bet in Las Vegas where they put odds on Phillies to win the NL pennant at 50-1. to So I'm not the only one out here, and I'd love to hear from you. Again, 888-729-9494. Also, the 25th anniversary of one of your favorite sports movies is happening right now. We're going to celebrate that movie. It's coming up next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 